0: Underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. You guys know one of the things that I absolutely hate doing is finding a new barber. You know, if you are a black man, you know how difficult it is to find somebody to cut your hair right. Right. And not feel like you have to explain to them every single time. I remember when I first moved down here to Orlando, I actually hadn't found a barber here yet. So I decided to continue to go back to Jacksonville every other week to get my haircut. Obviously, that wasn't a viable solution. But search no more because I have the best barber there is. His name is Jose and he works at DNC Barbershop here on Hiawassee Road. 2736 Hiawassee Road. This guy is one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet, and he does good work. Like, I can go in and say, hey, I want this, I want that, and it's at a reasonable price. So if you guys are local and you're looking for somebody to cut your hair, search no more. Go down and visit him at DNC Barbershop at 2736 Hiawassee Road. And just tell him that Reggie sent you. Now, I can't guarantee he'll do something for you, but he knows who I am. Check him out. i I'm a lover, I'm a healer, and at my core, I love to converse with others. I find myself recently wanting to have deep conversations, but yet didn't feel like I had an outlet to do so. That's the reason why I created Reggie's Expressions. My mother, who passed away earlier this year, was my inspiration behind that, as well as my good friend Darlena, which I talk about. Now, those two women are vastly different. Darlena represented the side of life of living life on purpose and be kind to people. And my mom represented a person who wasn't able to fully, authentically be herself because of her mental illness. It taught me that I can't just sit back and wait for people to speak up for me because that will never happen. I have to be willing to speak up for myself and also provide a safe space to speak up for others or allow others to speak up for themselves. So if you're wondering why am I here, that should explain it. Come on down to Reggie's Expressions, where we express our feelings, talk about emotions, and we go there. And then after we go there, we lead with love, kindness, and compassion. Hey, what's up, Courtney? How you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm doing fine. How are you?
0: Good, 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 good. That's my little intro that I created a couple weeks ago. That is awesome. I I appreciate that. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, So I'm very excited to have you here, mostly because, you know, you and I have been talking about it for a while. So a little bit of that nervousness comes from the fact that, you know, we've been teasing it, but, you know, it hadn't actually come through until just recently. So um, thank you so much for, for joining me this morning. I, I, I or not morning, I'm sorry. See, I, I don't even know what time it is right now. This evening. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us tonight. I appreciate you at a moment's notice coming on and saying, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll actually uh, have the time and create the space to be able to do it. But um, if you're unfamiliar with the show, basically this is just where we have a conversation with people who are experts in their field. Um, and just kind of ask them how they navigated the world and uh, you know, how they got into what they're doing. So you know, that uh, tonight is not gonna be any different. You know, Sometimes it's good to have deep discussions, but it's also good to have uh, discussions that doesn't go so far you know, beyond the surface. You know, Not saying that makeup isn't importante because it is. And y'all know some of our favorite artists out there who be looking all beat in the face don't really look that way in real life. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, it, you know, it definitely is a part of our, our uh, zeitgeist, our world. And it does uh, inspire a lot of people. So without further ado, again, I have Miss Courtney Brown. And it's going to be all things Courtney. So how are you, ma'am?
1: I'm doing great. And yourself?
0: I'm actually pretty good. I have to be honest, I, uh, other than being nervous, I woke up literally 15 minutes before. Um, I just had a long, I had a rough day today. Um, Got my booster shot. Um, And then I've been up since about six because I had to some appointments and stuff that we had to do. So when I got home, I crashed and Carlos forgot and I forgot too. So I
1: took me a little nap too for about two hours. (laughs) It's supposed to be 30 minutes, but it turned into two hours.
0: You know, it's not a nap unless it's two hours, at least for me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. um, But I want to give people a little bit of a background uh, behind, um, you know, what you do. Uh, You are a makeup artist to the stars. Uh, You've been doing that for over 10 plus years. Uh, You're a licensed esthetician in uh, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're also the owner of Janae by uh, Courtney Brown. Janelle. Janelle. I'm so sorry. It's Janelle, y'all. Slap my jaws. I'm so sorry. Janelle
1: by Courtney. J-A-N-E-L-L-E.
0: Absolutely. And then um, one of the things that I saw on the website that I absolutely loved was um, you said you don't uh, just do makeup, you're changing lives one face at a time.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: um, you know, I can kind of relate to that in terms of like my haircut. You know, I don't really like going to just random folks, you know, to cut my hair. I, when I first moved down here to Orlando, I was traveling back to Jacksonville two and a half hours to go to my barber until I found one that I was comfortable with. Um, so that's, that's how serious I assume uh, being a makeup artist is. So um, I want to start off by you know, just asking, I asked, how are you initially? Um, that's the easiest question to ask someone to create conversation to me. So uh, yeah, what's, you know, what's going on in your world? How is uh, the world of Courtney Brown um, uh, right now?
1: My world is hectic. but it's rewarding at the end of the day you know being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur it's not for the weak so
0: it is not I'm learning that now I am
1: definitely oh you're your own boss and it's so much that goes on behind it Mm -hmm. and it's so much that you have to do you know on a daily basis to make sure your business runs afloat Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um, my world is great though you know I'm blessed Mm -hmm. I'm highly favored I'm alive and Absolutely. um I'm, I'm doing what i love and good, that's good. what makes a world of difference
0: yeah you gotta like what you do i i i understand what you mean in terms of being your own boss i actually um just recently created an llc myself for soko gone production okay. and um yeah yeah i'm very excited about it i um uh, you know, I when I go to tell people about what my intention is behind creating my LLC, I get a little nervous. And I'm like, Well, you know, it's, it, you know, it's gonna be a thing. And then it's gonna be another thing and thing and thing and thing. And it's because I'm looking for their validation. And sometimes when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes your ideas might not seem like they're the traditional ones. And you just have to step outside the box. So I'm gonna say it definitively right now. So my LLC, Uh, Soko Garn Productions was initially created for the idea of my podcast, right? Uh Um, I wanted to protect my uh, intellectual uh, property um, because I was really getting serious about it. And, um, you know, the whole idea of me becoming a notary and an efficient, efficient uh, for for weddings um, Uh kind of popped into my head. I have a really good friend, Tara, who, uh, you know, kind of inspired me. She married me, Carlos, about six years ago, actually. And because uh, we just had our six year anniversary, and I was like, you know, Happy what? anniversary, thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Six long years, honey. I'm just I, don't tell him I said that. No. Um, but um, I decided, you know, that yeah, that's what I want. I'm it's gonna be kind of a uh, not kind of, it's going to be um, an umbrella of things, you know. Um, maybe I can get into producing podcasting or helping people, you know, grow theirs or you know, uh, uh, starting how to create one. Um, but most importantly, it's going to be notary and efficient. So, and, uh, I'm actually going to be doing LGBTQIA plus uh, a wedding. So that's what I'm going to do under the banner of, uh, Reggie or Socorro, uh, Soco Garn, um, productions, LLC. So I'm very excited about it. I, I expect by the top of the year to Is have it that your passion. Um, the podcasting. Yes. Simply because I majored in radio, and that was something that I always wanted to do, and I just never did, um, because I was too old to go the traditional route. At least my thoughts were, because I was twenty five by the time I got my degree, mm-hmm. and um, you know I was already working. I just couldn't go and, or I didn't want to go and do jobs that were at the time you had to intern for. So, um, and that means working for free, or it meant then working for free, and I just didn't. Um, I wasn't invested too much to be able to uh, to be willing to do that. So and the the officiant stuff, uh, the officiating and the notary, um, it isn't like a a desire or passion, but it is something that I've kind of become excited about because it's a new world. It gives me an opportunity to to see other people who are like myself and Carlos who are in this community, be able to marry each other and be there on their happiest day, you know, Mm -hmm. and it. Someone who would help and facilitate um, how that's going to work out. So, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 excited about it. I am very much so.
1: Yeah. So if you're excited about it, you don't need validation
0: from anybody. From that's nobody,
1: because not... the right people are gonna support you, and that's one thing that I've learned. The people that you think are gonna support you aren't gonna be the ones, but strangers, mm-hmm. those are gonna be the ones to support you. So yeah, you don't need validation.
0: Hmm. So. The way you and I know each other, and we've actually never met in person, Uh but uh, we've had a great friendship um, um, extension through Darlena uh, McDonald. Um, Uh You were friends with her. I was friends with her. But I don't know your friendship story with Darlena. We met in high school. Um, I call myself liked her. And uh, she turned me down, so I married my husband. So that's the short story. I'm kidding. But how did, you, how did you get to know uh, Darlena?
1: Um, so I worked for a cosmetic company called Bavanti in Four mm-hmm. Seasons Mall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I think at the time, Darlena was working with Gifford County Schools here in Greensboro.
0: Yep.
1: And um, she started working at Bavanti and she sang.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she invited me to come to Boston's House of Jazz, which was a place here in Greensboro one night. Mm-hmm. And we realized that we live right down the street from each other. Okay. So I was like, what a coincidence, like literally two minutes away from each other. So we mm-hmm. would get together and go to Boston's and I would, you know, watch her perform and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of went from, from there. She became like a sister to me instantly. Mm-hmm. And um, Darlena came into my life when I was really at one of my darkest moments. I just found out I was pregnant with my son, and I can talk about this because I'm very transparent. but I right, had just had right. my son. Um, at the time I didn't have a car. I was staying with my mom, you know that type of thing. And um <laughs> being a single parent and being a becoming a single mom at the age of twenty two was very, very hard. And it was just some days where I was just very unsure. And I remember one night I called Darlena, and um, I said, I don't think I can do this. Mm. And I was boo-hoo crying. Like, I just, and she came to my house at almost 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And she prayed for me, prayed over me, prayed with me. Mm -hmm. And after that, I was okay. So. not only was she my friend but that was like my soul sister we never fell out we never got into arguments Mm -hmm. we would share the same bed when we would go out of town (laughs) on um right on trips and stuff like that you know with work or whatever we traveled a lot Mm -hmm. uh working you know traveling the world doing makeup together so that was just that friendship was just became something that's something I've never had, but I'm so glad that I was able to experience it and experience such a great, wonderful person.
0: Yeah, she was. She was definitely awesome. She was definitely a person who was a connector among mm-hmm. people. She was a true empath for me. Yeah, and, you know that. First off, that was be- beautiful. I didn't know that story initially because again, I, unfortunately, I didn't become aware of you until after she passed and um after she passed and uh yeah i i've always wondered that i've always wondered that story because everybody that i'm aware of that knows darlena has had a similar story you know yeah. like uh, you know like some a lot of the closest people um uh that are, are to her had that very same similar story and i can tell that uh you know that you love her and that you you know that you really Appreciate her being in your life. I could tell that just from being afar, you know, being out here and uh, just knowing her personally, I knew that that was something that she definitely... But one thing I would say about Darlene is she was very intense. You know, everything to me was like, now, 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 now. She was like,
1: oh, you need to do this. So you need to do that. And I'm like, girl, like, give me a minute. But -hmm. I get it because... Mm -hmm. and, And I understand now Mm-hmm. why she was like that because you only get one life right and you never know you know anybody is, can leave here at any given time mm-hmm. and time was just always of the essence for her we think that we have time mm-hmm. but a lot of times we don't right and, and she's one know. of the reason why i move how i move with my business i've traveled she taught me so much
0: that's awesome, and
1: I live life on a day to day basis. And I don't care who thinks what or none of that, like, I really live life on purpose with my business, my personal life, traveling mm-hmm. you know, everything that I do. I live my life. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, big ups to her on that. Living Absolutely. life on purpose, you have to, like, that's mm-hmm. a must.
0: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm she uh the 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 last thing you said to live life on purpose was something that she she used to say that all the time Mm -hmm. and uh that was one of the last things that she said um you know coherently um when we went to go visit her and that's something that touched me you know live life on purpose every day and be kind to people Mm -hmm. Um, and uh that's also been an inspiration uh of mine as well to live life and that's also, the reason why I parlayed this in the way that I have her and my mom—just you know—I kind of explained it with my, with the video that I did earlier today. But those two women have definitely impacted my, uh, um, my vision as of recent, and they still do. So, mm-hmm. um, thank you for that story. So, I want to ask, you know, because I definitely see your passion in terms of uh, you know being a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, How was that? How did that come about? How did you decide, or what was it when you were younger that made you be like, you know what, this is something I want to get into?
1: Mm -hmm. So, my mom did hair, Mm -hmm. and she would make me, when I was in high school, like she would make me dedicate my weekends to being in the salon. Mm -hmm. When I was a teenager, I did used to like doing hair, but. Mm -hmm. Once I got in high school, I was like, you know, this is not something that I want to do. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in the salon every weekend, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. I would do my friends' makeup <coughs> before we went mm-hmm. out to the club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, after I graduated from high school, I wasn't, I was in college, but I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I applied to work at a makeup store which mm-hmm. was Bavanti. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> this is a funny story. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I went in there. That was that was my first real job. So mm-hmm. when I went in there, I had just went and got my nails done. They were long. Mm-hmm. I had on a pair of jeggings and a half T-shirt,
0: a mm-hmm. half shirt at my sure. interview. Mm-hmm. And you
1: know, that's not how you dress going to an interview. <laughs> but I didn't know because I had never been to an interview before. Mm-hmm. So when I got to the interview, the first thing that the owner said to me was, you know, when you go to an interview, you know, you don't dress like you're dressed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Mm, I know I ain't get this job. So let me just go get me a newspaper and keep (laughs)
0: looking Mm -hmm. to see what
1: I can find. Mm -hmm. And um, long story short, she called me two days later
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and asked me, when could I start? Wow. So. I knew then that she saw something in me you know because a lot of people probably wouldn't even have hired me and I was their top salesperson for about seven or eight years um, Wow. Mm-hmm, yeah I was able to that's how when I first start doing makeup and or working at the makeup counter mm-hmm. I really wasn't a people person You know, like I I would have fun with my friends and party and stuff like that. But I really wasn't good at interacting with customers. I had never been in that type of position before. So working there really bought me out of my shell. It really helped me to gain confidence. It really helped me to come into who I am as a woman. Mm -hmm. And um, working there, I got pregnant with my son and things of that nature. And after I had him, you know, I went straight back to work. And um, I don't even think I did my whole six weeks being out. I think I did about four weeks and then I was back working. But um, that was my motivation to get back to work. And I reached heights there that I, you know, never really thought that I could reach, never would it thought of. And um I'm just forever grateful. I don't work there anymore, but I'm forever grateful for that opportunity too because it also helped me to grow as a woman.
0: Nice, nice. Come ahead, Bavante. I remember um this was a couple years ago. This is when Car- uh, Carlos. When Darlene had her uh short blonde uh hair uh-huh. um, and uh she actually was doing a show in Orlando. Uh, with Bravante, and we got a chance to, to meet up with her. We spent the night uh, with her uh, <clears throat> when she came down. So, okay. yeah, very familiar with Bravante. And then I think, uh, like, in, it was either 16 or 17, I can't remember, um, her and Nishada actually uh, traveled uh, with Brevante, uh together. I think uh, Nishada might have been one of the models or something mm-hmm. like that. So she was very passionate about bringing people along for the ride, mm-hmm. you know. But that's awesome. That's awesome. So, I know what an esthetician, or I think I do, (laughs) what an (laughs) esthetician is. But can you can you explain that a little bit for us? What is uh, being an esthetician?
1: Okay, yeah, absolutely. So, an esthetician is a skin expert, Um, and you could do like microdermabrasion. You're licensed to do facials. You're basically like a mini dermatologist, but you can't prescribe. No mm-hmm. med no meds, no medication. So mm-hmm. um a esthetician does lashes, does brows, um, skincare, um, chemical pills. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like what I just said, a many dermatologists. But the only thing is you can't prescribe medication. So um that's pretty much it. Like you're just a licensed professional to do anything, anything with the skin, um, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. prescribe medicine, right? And I will tell y'all, if y'all hadn't had a facial, you need to go get one because it would change
1: to. your life. <laughs> if you ain't you had a facial, women you women
0: so. and everybody in between <laughs> need to. It was the best experience that I ever had. I, I had it through a uh, massage envy, and you know, to be honest, it was just a level level of pampering that I had never had before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? so you know forget all of your insecurities any thoughts that you have about it just do it trust me you your skin and just your peace of mind will thank you later so that's awesome yeah that's awesome so um so you did the esthetician route. How how did that, uh, was that something that you went to uh, for school or?
1: Yes, I did uh, schooling for that. And um, I graduated from a beauty school here mm-hmm. called Leon's Beauty School, the best mm-hmm. of the best. <laughs> and 2014, no, mm-hmm. 2015, sorry, 2015. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been a licensed esthetician for about seven years now, but I've been doing makeup for 12.
0: Right, right, right. Um, so um what was the name of the school again?
1: Leon's beauty school
0: shout out school. to Leon. Yeah,
1: cause shout out I, to
0: them. <laughs> I just want y'all to take a second. Just look at look at Miss Brown. Look, hold on, hold on, because I don't I don't think y'all are ready. It for
1: is so Uh
0: oh, that's not that's not the one I wanted. This this is a a closer uh, look at Miss Brown, look at how beautiful she is. A beautiful young lady. She don't need me to tell her that, but You know, you can definitely see that you take pride in, you know, not only making sure you put the best foot forward for yourself and also uh, the best foot forward for, you know, your clients. My uh, uh, homie Aaron says uh, Aaron, I'm sorry, says flawless. Hashtag flawless. Oh,
1: hey, Aaron. What's his name? Aaron?
0: Uh, Her name. Yes.
1: Her name. Hi. Oh, she's pretty, too. Okay. Skin.
0: So, um, but yeah, that's, um, that was, that was interesting, uh, in terms of how that kind of played out. Um, I think, I think Tasia is an esthetician or she might be a nail tech. I'm not sure. Um, no,
1: she's not an esthetician, but she, she Tasia is a jack of all trades.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. Absolutely. <laughs> she definitely is. Um, so I look at like when it comes to makeup as a canvas to me. Right. Um, and I think it's amazing when I see, uh, you know, the colors and and the vision come together. How do you start that regiment? Really? How do you, what do you do when you see a face that needs to be beat to the gods and, you know, need to be beautified. They're already beautiful, but they want to enhance what they have. What's something that you start with? What, what kind of gives you that, uh, that uh, that inspiration, I guess.
1: Um. So you want to go with how their skin is, okay? So mm-hmm. you want to look. You want to look at their face. You want to get their vibe. You know, whatever vibe that they have. Um, and also, they'll tell you what type of look that they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: sometimes they'll say just do whatever. and Mm -hmm. and depending on their mood and my mood i want to do something that they've never done before
0: Mm so
1: you basically go off that so it's the mood and it's the person
0: Mm -hmm. okay the mood and the person Mm -hmm. so if i was coming up um and i was like my favorite color is red (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: where would we we put that
1: red probably on the lips
0: okay Or we could do
1: some red glitter on the eyes and do a neutral lip. It just, Mm -hmm. you know, it depends on the person. It depends on their complexion, um, Mm -hmm. how comfortable that they are. You also want to keep in mind when you're doing makeup, if the person has ever worn makeup before. Right. Because you can't take a person who never wore makeup before all the way up here just yet. You know, you got to kind of gradually. So for somebody who's never worn makeup before, you want to start with at least a natural look
0: okay just to get them
1: accustomed into wearing makeup because if you put too much makeup on them you don't want them to be overwhelmed afterwards
0: yeah and i can i can see that i can you know um Mm -hmm. in the the case there so um so uh you became an esthetician um how did you transition into well i was going to say how you transitioned to make our makeup artistry but more or less in terms of like how did you Decided that, that was what you were going to focus on more. Being a okay. makeup artist.
1: So, be working in the makeup field. And working at a makeup counter and spa. It was a makeup counter and spa. Um, <coughs> I wanted to be licensed to be able to do services too. And not just makeup. So, other services. You know, to do lashes and stuff like that. You have to have a license.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
1: I already knew how to do it. But mm-hmm. because of training there. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure I was legit. Right. So I love working with people, with the face. And I knew I wanted to, like, just the look on people's face. Like, I knew I was boosting people's self-esteem, you know,
0: mm-hmm. by doing
1: the makeup and doing the facials. I like to make people feel good about themselves. So that's when I knew, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I'm walking in my line of work. And people love me. Like, mm-hmm. just my personality, my authentic. Me being authentic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like people love that about me, like I'm myself all the time, even if I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm myself. Mm-hmm. So and I say whatever comes to my mind and my clients, they love that about me. So mm-hmm. just being able to be myself in this field, too, and still have people be receptive to me and be able to relate to me. I know that this is I'm walking in my purpose
0: right absolutely and there's there's a certain quality that i think black women have you know when it comes to just taking care of people in any line of work you know it's 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 almost innate not almost it is you know it's 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 uh it's encompassing it's 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 intoxicating to see um and a lot of people definitely will spend the money you know when it comes to preserving preserving their image or putting out the image that they're looking for so I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, my haircut, I, I actually got a haircut today. Okay. Um, uh, shout out to uh, Jose. You know, he's a,
1: okay. You know, Jose he did had a couple. Job.
0: Yeah. He, he did his thing. He, he, he comes in
1: the assignment.
0: Yeah, he did. I, I, I <laughs> him. He did my eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Got my eyebrows done. Um, okay. He always does a really good job. And I, I, you know, admire the, the attention to detail that, that, that job, your job, has because you are influencing people and you're definitely allowing people to walk in their purpose. So I, I would understand why they would be receptive to you being able to do so because you you selflessly do that for other others all the time. So thank you for for that for that just talent. Thank you. <clears throat> no worries. Now, what is your absolute favorite thing about being a, a makeup artist?
1: Um. honestly being able to meet people mm-hmm. new people right. I am a people person I'm a lover I'm mm-hmm. just all about meeting people it's not even about the money
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just being able to give people that Janelle by Courtney experience you know
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: would say but I love meeting new people um I love being able to be transparent with them. You know, a lot of women I meet, they're going through something. I've met women who are going through a divorce, Mm
0: -hmm. women
1: who've lost a baby, um, single moms, and a lot of things I can't relate to Mm -hmm. um, as far as like divorces and stuff like that. But just being there to be an outlet and to give, you know, those positive vibes that I have.
0: Right. Right. To be
1: able to be that impact, like, to have an impact on people, that's the biggest thing. It's not even the doing the makeup. I mean, of course, I love doing that, but it's the people for me. Like, I genuinely love the people.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, do you mind telling us a little bit about your, your entrepreneurial uh, journey? Because I know you, uh-huh. you know now by uh courtney um you know, which is a makeup line correct yes um and that's what you use to to beautify your clients um what made you decide that you wanted to be your own boss you know what i'm saying
1: that's a good question well um i'm bossy first
0: of all. <laughs> <laughs> okay like, well, that's, that's one, one requirement
1: that. yeah <laughs> So I don't like nobody telling me what to do, you know? <coughs> mm-hmm. But I'm glad I did have that experience because it did teach me discipline. Mm. However, with the personality that I have and the free spirit that I have, it wasn't meant for me to work under somebody else right? For for, for so long. You know, like I did it for a while and I'm grateful for the experience, like I always say, but I like to be able to move at my own pace and do things the way me as a person, like the way I want to do things. And um, I also have a son. And when the pandemic, um, (laughs) they do get (laughs) stuff done now, Erin. But um, when the pandemic hit, I was actually laid off from my job and I didn't know what I was gonna do. You know, we had to close via state board, like had to shut down. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what's next? You know, so me, I'm a prayerful prayerful person. Mm -hmm. So I go to God. I talk to him about everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I've always wanted to have my own cosmetic line and work for myself. And I think this pandemic, I don't know about anybody else, but I always tell people, you know, if this pandemic didn't bring out that hustle in you, nothing will.
0: Because
1: us entrepreneurs, we were just thrown out there to the wolves to figure this mess out. And it was a lot of pressure, but I'm grateful for the experience because it showed me what I needed to do. So I talked to God about it. And he's like, you need to start your makeup line. And I was scared. Mm -hmm. I did it with tears in my eyes. Like,
0: (laughs) okay, God. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, and I invested a lot of money. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me just say that. Mm -hmm. Starting my cosmetic line, I invested a lot of money. And I didn't know. Let me say this. When you're an entrepreneur, people say, oh, don't be scared. Be confident. It's easier said than done. I'm because especially when you stepping out there and you investing your money into something and you don't know which way it's going to go. But when I started my cosmetic line, I sold out the first week.
0: Oh, shit. So and I did not have my
1: website up yet. And people support
0: it. Wow, that's beautiful.
1: So just being able to I, I don't, and like God don't play about me like no, he, no, he told no. me what to do and I did it and I was scared I no. went live on Facebook and sold out of everything every inventory, every little bit of inventory that I had I sold out of all my inventory
0: that's beautiful that's awesome mm-hmm. um and you're right um, I do want to let anybody know that is out there wanting to be an entrepreneur a lot of people you're like what you said just do it you know you'll it'll you know it's great. You know, when they told me that I needed to, you know, what that meant for me is, like, go on Sunbiz, which is what we have here in uh, uh, Florida, and request a tax ID, and that's it. No, 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 sweetie. There's more. Uh, not only do you have to, and I actually did it with the lawyer, um, which I'm kind of glad I did do it because I wouldn't have known where to go. Um, so, you know, that that was the easy part. And then they sent me this whole packet of stuff that I needed to do. And this is as of recent, like today I went and I picked up my uh, business tax receipt uh, for the state of uh, for the city of Ocoee. And I, I got I got to do the same thing for uh, Orlando or the county just to be able to do business in in the county and in, in city space. Mm-hmm. Um, so and this is all this right here, all of that. So, you know, you just have to be patient with yourself and believe in yourself enough to, to be able to know that. Yeah, it's you know it might not initially turn out to be, or you're you're throwing money and you're not going to see the fruits of your labor. But if you continue to work, you know, eventually it would all make sense. um, If it's something that you're really passionate about, so um, definitely
1: spend money to make money.
0: Yeah, you for sure have to. Um, And the thing that scares that scared me about the whole situation is like shit. I don't know how much this is going to cost me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be spending all this money and i don't know what's gonna happen and maybe nobody you know all of the 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 stuff that imposter syndrome uh comes with you know the 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 self doubt the the sadness about um you know doing it um you know the 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 doing it by yourself and feeling like you have nobody out there uh understands you but you know like uh uh is saying business taxes are no joke entrepreneurship is a journey it's so worth it so It is true. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and it's not for the week. So, mm -mm. if you start in a business, you're not going to see the fruits of your labor right away. It's going to take time. Right. Um, Sometimes it takes about a year or two years before you actually see, you know. Luckily with me, I had already started doing makeup. Mm -hmm. But even with that, I had to build my clientele, you know, like. It wasn't just booming, booming at first when I first started. But now I'm able to add on to my business and sell the cosmetics too, along with doing the makeup. So that's another stream of income. Right, right. Um, and speaking of my products, you guys, um, they're all vegan. Um, I have concealers, foundations, powders, 15-hour liquid lips that stay on. You, They stay on all day. They don't rub off on your mask. Um i have my own skincare line which is made with vitamin c i have a cleanser that has cbd a hyaluronic acid in it very lightweight great for sensitive skin and you can shop with me at janellebycourtney.com j-a-n-e-l-l-e-b-y-c-o-u-r-t-n-e-y.com
0: and uh i'm gonna um because i post this I, i do the live element tonight and then i post it tomorrow I'm going to okay. make sure that I put that in the uh, the show notes so people can go straight okay. to the website. Right? So, um, but yeah, um, I have to ask because, you know, there's always a give and take, you know, no matter what you decide you want to do. You know, you may like certain things, but there's always a trade-off. Mm-hmm. What would you say would be your least favorite thing about being a makeup artist, if there is anything?
1: My least favorite?
0: hmm
1: having people come to me thinking i'm a magician (laughs) i can make some something shake okay right don't come to me you can't come to me with bad skin and think Mm -hmm. that you just gonna look like me oh i want to look like you we don't (laughs) have the same type of skin so you're not going to look like me it's a process but what you can do is get my skincare, and we can start there that way you can get to where you want to be as far as your skin. But a lot of times people think that you're a, magi- a magician and you know, you just have to explain it to them in a nice manner, you know, this type of skin you have. So this is what we can do to work on it, to get your skin to where mine is or to where you, not even to where my skin is, where you want your skin to be. Yeah. Um And also, you know, you're always going to have people, you got to know your, um, target market out here because you're going to have people who are going to try to like bargain and oh well such and such does make up for this price and that used to offend me so bad but now i'm able to just laugh at it
0: because
1: Mm -hmm. the right people they're going to spend that money with me you know the people that for me they're going to spend so Mm -hmm. don't low lower your prices to fit somebody else's pockets because Mm -hmm. you don't even want those type of people to even come to you honestly they're not gonna keep you in business so you want people who you know you have a quality product you got to know who you are in this business because people will try you they Mm -hmm. they think they can play with you out here so you can't let them play with you Mm -hmm. but yeah i think that's my least favorite thing just having people and those type of clients but the good thing about being an entrepreneur you can control who you service and who you don't and i don't mind telling somebody no
0: <laughs> honey this <laughs> is a good fit for me and you so yeah um, oh
1: yeah i'm i'm booked i'm sorry
0: oh uh uh-uh. oh no i'm booked don't I'm don't booked. don't don't say that
1: <laughs> that money you didn't want to spend somebody else is spending so uh, <laughs> bye <bye-bye>. bye <laughs>
0: yeah for sure and it's you know it's like what you said you know um knowing that you have the confidence that your product is good enough that it can stand alone mm-hmm. um that you don't have to compete with others you know what i'm saying and acknowledging You know i I think you know the youtubes of the world a lot of times we see you know people kind of go through that whole transformation in terms of you know uh from weak to chic you know you go on tutorials on on facebook and i you know unfortunately that does i think a lot of that just gives us instant gratification but we don't think that everything is a process and why would makeup you know, your makeup journey be something different. Why would that not be a process? Also, you don't just come out looking flawless like Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? There's a step to get there. And y'all remember how Beyonce used to look back in the day when she was up in Destiny's Child with them braids They had the, the <laughs> flyaways everywhere. But she was doing the thing. That was a grind that she had to do. And well, now she's Beyonce. So um, <laughs> um so I, I call you makeup to the stars. Um, so who is the most famous? If you've had uh, a famous person, the most famous person that you've done in terms of makeup?
1: Ah, uh, Tahiri from Love and Hip Hop.
0: Oh wow!
1: She's the date, Joe Budden. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at you. So how did that? How did that happen?
1: Um. So she was in town, and she was looking for a makeup artist, and um. The I knew the owner of the club that she was gonna be at. He contacted me,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I went to her hotel. It unfolded great because I had just got off of work. It was about ten o'clock at night, and I headed on over there and did her makeup.
0: Nice, beautiful. Okay, yeah. and that's and that's that's you know advertising you know for you and advertising for you know to the, to the masses because if obviously if you do a great job you know, that, that's just uh, free, uh, you know, free information and free press, I guess you would mm-hmm. say, you know, for someone. So um, were you nervous at all about that whole ordeal or?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My hands were shaking.
0: Seriously. Yeah. I just can't see it. I can't. But
1: she was nice and I did a good job.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I couldn't tell, I, I couldn't see you being like, you know, I'm too nervous to go ahead. You was like, well, I'm nervous and we're going to get this done. So. Um, uh, so I know on Facebook, a lot of times I see different tutorials and different makeup things that people do, which makes it a lot more accessible to those of us who aren't in that business. But what's the one annoying thing that a client could ask for that, you know, you're like, no, let me, let's come up with something else.
1: That they could ask
0: for right so let's say because i you know the big thing is 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 you know having that cake look you know where you're it's this heavy makeup and it's like four or five levels of of makeup what would be something that you would be like you know i i know you saw it on uh, on youtube but let's try something different
1: um a lot of times with me like, when I get new clients, they want to bring their own foundation. hmm hmm and, and a lot of times, the foundation is cakey. It's like, now, I don't knock anybody who use drugstore brand makeup. I don't as a makeup artist because it's mm-hmm. not, I don't feel like it is good for your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and some of it does give you the coverage that you need. I will say that. But it's not necessarily going to give what it needs to give. Coming to an actual expert to get your makeup done. So I think that's one of the things that I have to suggest what I have versus mm-hmm. what they have. Right. Um, I've had clients who have come to me and they want all these different colors on their eyes, you know, mm-hmm. and or they want a a bold they want a bold eye and a bold lip. So, and mm-hmm. makeup it's either or. If you do a bold eye, you wanna go with a neutral lip. If you do a bold lip, you wanna go with a neutral eye. So mm-hmm. you don't look like a clown. So <laughs> sometimes they want to go for looks that are not gonna necessarily work. Oh, and this one too. People don't wanna pay the full price to get their whole face done, so they say they just want their eyes done. Mm. I'm sick of it. <laughs> like,
0: like just do this part right here. Just like, just
1: What? And then you gonna tell people I did it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, I I, and you know what? I don't turn them down, but I end up doing a whole face, like letting them know. Listen, you you have to do a complete look. You can't just walk around with just eyes,
0: right? Mm -hmm. Like
1: no. (laughs) So that's my biggest pet peeve. I don't like doing just eyes. I don't feel like I. Understood the assignment when I do that. (laughs) I don't feel like the assignment is complete
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's just a no. It's a big no.
0: It's a no for me, darling. Um... Yeah Yeah. (laughs) Now do you do makeup uh, for men?
1: Absolutely if they want it done mm -hmm. and I don't feel Doing I've done makeup on plenty of guys actually and I don't feel you know, out of place for doing it or anything like that. Like, I do they face just like I would do anybody else's. hmm
0: mm-hmm. That partial credit. Um Yeah, she was speaking about what you are saying in terms of just doing the eyes. They want to just do the partial Yeah,
1: pre- but like, why y'all, why y'all doing that to me? Don't do that. Like, that's going to run my blood pressure up.
0: Right, because they... <laughs> They don't want to immerse themselves completely into it. I, I assume. I you know, I I, I can't speak. Or they for don't the, want to pay. Or that part mostly. <laughs> I mean, let's call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, and for me, I, I actually would be interested in, in doing makeup uh for I would be interested in doing it. I, I've never done it and I would want to. So I wish you were closer because you're really the only person that I would trust with this flawless. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's right.
0: So, I might have to make a trip up to Greensboro um, uh, at some point to get that done, to get my face. And
1: deep. I teach classes, too. So, oh. I'm, I'm actually working on um, getting my fly together and stuff because I have a <laughs> class, a New Year's, mm-hmm. new look, new you mm-hmm. um, makeup class. So, I'm working on that now, too. I love teaching. I've been teaching classes for about five years now
0: okay okay
1: and um i taught my first one since COVID. not my mm-hmm. first one period but since COVID, mm-hmm. uh, about two or three months ago and it mm-hmm. was a huge success it was a hands-on makeup class and they also got a makeup certification
0: afterwards nice so be giving people makeup certifications
1: Yes, absolutely. Because once you take my class, when you leave, you leave it with something. You're going right. to leave with a lot of knowledge
0: mm-hmm. and a lot
1: of expertise.
0: Okay, absolutely. Um, and how did that, was that just, just an, a natural piece of, of, of the, the business? Or is that something that's a part of, you know, being an esthetician where you're teaching people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, Um. I I love to teach people but one thing was different for me and other makeup artists too I like to mm-hmm. learn because I don't know everything even though I'm a veteran right I I can learn from other makeup artists mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I think that's what makes me stand out because a lot of times makeup artists especially if they've been in the business as long as me they feel like they have everything down pack or they know everything but in this industry and in doing makeup Makeup is an art. So there's so many different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm always eager to learn too. I teach, but I'm always eager to learn as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> have you ever had a student that just blew your mind, you know, that you were teaching like they were going and and, you know, they understood the assignment and they were the, the Picasso of, of the face. Have you ever encountered that?
1: Well, I actually teach makeup at a school. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, intermittently, like a few days out of the week, I mm-hmm. do that because I do have my own business. So I don't want to dedicate all my time into mm-hmm.
0: working somewhere
1: else. But because I have such a love and a passion for teaching, mm-hmm. I do teach makeup at a um, beauty school here in Greensboro
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, occasionally. And... um The students, a lot of them were doing special effects makeup for Mm. um, Halloween and stuff like that. Mm. And that blew my mind because special effects, that's not my niche. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So Mm -hmm. just seeing them do what they were doing and how they were doing it, that blew my mind.
0: I can imagine so. Yeah. Like
1: you, that takes, it takes a lot of talent to do that. And Mm -hmm. I was able to learn how to do it myself as well to see how it works. So I think that was like the most mind blowing moment for me was seeing that.
0: Yeah. Um, do you watch any of those shows on Netflix? I can't think of one right now, but I think of like Project Runway. But I know they have like different makeup shows and stuff that they can do. That uh, you know they that that bold lip, you know the the ostentatious like you know out there look. Mm-hmm. Watch any of those shows?
1: Um, I don't you know, be to be honest, I don't even watch TV. Hey,
0: you're busy. You're busy. Yeah,
1: I don't. Like I wake up as soon as my feet hit the ground, it's like, okay,
0: mm-hmm. what I gotta do
1: today. But I do watch a lot of makeup artists on Instagram and YouTube, you know? Mm-hmm. And just seeing how they do things is mind blowing to me too, because it's like, Wow, you know, I've been doing makeup this way for so long, but here's another way that I can mm-hmm do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I right. do like watching videos and tutorials from other makeup
0: artists as well. Right, because you might pick up some some things, you know, in there that you might not have done like you said, you know, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. is a different way I can come at the canvas cuz you know, again, the face to me is is the is, is the canvas, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Now you've been in it, you know, you've been doing it for a long time doing makeup, you know, hair initially is where you started how would someone who's interested in, you know, doing this full time, how would they get into business? What would be something that you would recommend to them?
1: I would recommend a mentor who's already doing what you want to do, Mm -hmm. like internships, that type of thing, because you're able to learn, how not only how to do the makeup, but how to run a business as well. Mm -hmm. So I think having a mentor that's Mm -hmm. in the same field that you're trying to get into, Mm-hmm. Would be, like, so ideal for a person that's trying to get into makeup.
0: Okay. Okay. Um And any advice for anybody? Like, if, it, if you had to think about something that you could have done differently or navigated differently, you know, when you came along, what would be something you would advise someone to do or to not to do?
1: <clears throat> um i would say you know in this industry it's so many monkey see monkey do type of people and in this industry you have the capacity to be who you are you know so because of where i worked for so long and things of that nature Sometimes I felt like I couldn't really not say that I was trying to be somebody else, but I really couldn't fully be myself. You know, I had to be professional, professional all the time, which I am professional. But I would say to always own who you are. Don't dumb yourself down to fit anybody else or to make anybody else feel comfortable. Be who you are, because people are going to love you for that. And I felt like growing up or in the past, I kind of really like maybe didn't give myself enough credit or I was really scared to be who I am because of other people's insecurities or other people weren't like me. Turn it up. Make people choke. (laughs) <laughs> like right, like be yeah. who be exactly who you are and mm-hmm. i know in this industry i'm not for everybody you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. <coughs> i feel like the people who are for me they're gonna be for me and the people right. who are not they're gonna go somewhere else but that's the beauty of the industry you mm-hmm. know you're gonna attract the right people be yourself so that you attract the right people the people that who are gonna receive you well, or who that are for you? That are for you. Don't don't try to be nobody else. Don't try to dumb yourself down. Don't try to not be who you are to make somebody else
0: feel comfortable.
1: Always own who you are.
0: Yeah, it's you know, and and a part of it is well, most of it is you're you're really selling yourself. So mm-hmm. if you can't be you, that that's gonna show up. People are yeah. gonna be able to see um, you know, you not, you feeling uncomfortable, you know, it might not be something that you're, you think that people are conscious about, but they can tell, you know, they can definitely tell when you're being authentic and when you're being, you know, uh, not so genuine. So, um, I understand it. So, um, so the last question I want to ask you, um, is what, what is your ultimate goal? if you don't mind me asking with uh you know being a makeup artist
1: my ultimate goal is to enhance so many women all over the world the nation mm-hmm. and help them get to a point to where because a lot of times us women we get so wrapped up in home life being a wife being a friend you know mm-hmm. i want to reach so many women mm-hmm. um of color right yeah also other ethnicities as well
0: mm.
1: and I want to be able to just hands enhance, enhance their beauty change your lives one face at a time so to reach as many people as I can that's my mm. ultimate goal
0: um so that is really what it's all about um I want you to let people know how they can find you so okay. they can see those beat pictures I, did you guys see that picture i i stole that from her instagram don't tell her but I stole <laughs> that from her instagram and it was breathtaking you know what i'm saying when i saw that picture i was like oh, it's like what you said make them choke right i was yeah. like oh my god and you know you're gonna get you know if you follow miss courtney brown you're gonna get many of those things and you're also gonna get her you know uh, showcasing her her makeup. So, where can they find Miss Courtney Brown?
1: Okay, well, you all can find me on Facebook under Courtney Brown, C O U R T N E Y Brown, the regular way, the regular spelling. And you can also find me on Instagram on my business page at beat underscore queen 89, B E A T underscore Q U E E N 89.
0: Because she's a queen, honey. She's a queen. And she makes queens, <laughs> and queens too.
1: We breed nothing but queens around here.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, before I I, I I let you go, I want to you know do a quick shout out to Do You Speak Geek. Uh, do You Speak Geek? I am not wearing their shirt today. I am actually paying homage to Aaliyah today. I am a I huge Aaliyah fan.
1: That's huge one of my favorites. Aaliyah.
0: Yes. A former, let's see here. Hold on. Hold on, Aaron what, oh, okay, as a former uh, North Carolina uh, native. Gotcha. I am oh, ready, she ready to,
1: book. to book. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Book See, the look. Book the look. Absolutely. Um and uh Miss Aaron, uh, I, I know her from uh which unfortunately <laughs> Nate is actually doing his show tonight too. He um thursdays were his days and last week i i did a show with him and that made you know exa- i try to do it seven days you know exactly okay. before i do a new episode so um she's friends with uh uh mr big red who's from hostile therapy so shout out to him but do you speak geek um these kids are and i say they're kids because they look younger than me but uh these guys are phenomenal you can find them on facebook so um When I was younger, I was always known as the alternative black kid. You know, I didn't, you know, I'm all things black, but, you know, I did dabble into uh, alternative music and I did, you know, uh, other things. And I've always been neurotic and, you know, almost nerdish in terms of, you know, things that I've, um, you know, delve into. And I've always been looked at as that different alternative black guy. And um, the uh, I speak geek uh, message um, we, uh, so last night I was on, uh, Instagram and I'm starting to learn how to kind of, you know, go out in the ether and go beyond, you know, just my four walls. And they were doing a, um, a live, they didn't even know me. I just follow them uh-huh. and, uh, they put me on and it was like, happy blurred day. Now I only came in contact with the word blurb blurred, B L E. R-D, like two or three months ago, not even, it was through okay. Miss Pinky, um, who was the young lady who's a, uh, a gamer, you know, a black okay. female. Gamer. And uh, she said the word blurb and I uh, blurred and I, I figured it out, black nerd, right? <laughs> and it really just—it's a safe space for people to just be into comics. Uh, hashtag blurred, blurred knife uh, life is what uh, Aaron said. So you—you you subscribe to that too. So I—I okay. I never felt seen until I—I I, I heard that word, and I was like, "That—that's—that's that's me." So they had me on a couple of nights ago, and we had an amazing conversation. It was just words of inspiration, and they actually do have. Uh, <laughs> We, uh, we actually, they actually do have a, uh, storefront. Uh, do you speak geek? It's all one word. Um, you know, they talk about comics. They talk about, you know, uh, which shit when I was younger, black kids went into comics back in the day, you know, that, that was frowned upon really like, oh, you, you watch you got uh, an anime and everything else that you can think of. And it's just a way for people to just come together and be their authentic selves and, you know, be neurotic and, and 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 nerdish about anything that they're they're into. You know, it's about gaining information and just seeing people. And they're some of the most beautifulest uh, black people that I've ever seen. Um, so shout out to them, and I appreciate you know the love that they gave me um, the last couple of days. And uh, I'm uh, I'm out there looking. So if you guys could go to their uh, their thing, I'm gonna put this in the show notes uh, as well. But uh, you know, they're gonna make blurred blurred day a thing so he's talking about making it a national holiday um so um i'm definitely gonna be into that for sure so shout out to those guys um also shout out to my husband um who is downstairs uh slaving away because i don't let him talk to people i just make him cook and uh eat i'm just playing but carlos (laughs) is one of my biggest cheerleaders i absolutely love and adore that man uh more than anybody could ever know and uh i just appreciate him just following along and just saying you know just believing in me more than i believe in myself and sometimes this world kind of tells us black folks that we can't do what you're doing too much or you need to set out somewhere and myself and courtney are examples of no you don't need to sit down somewhere you don't need to be quiet you don't need to be you know uh docile just be you whatever that may mean right so um shout out to him to believing in me and you know being an inspiration for me to continue to to thrive and be uh the person that i am so thank you carlos so much because uh, you know this world unfortunately isn't built for people like you and i and I, what i mean by that is black folks and don't happen to be gay don't be don't happen to be a woman don't happen to be outside of the norm you know what i'm saying um there is a space for you you just have to believe in yourself you know first before you know, you get out there. You you have to believe in yourself enough in what you're doing to be able to do what you do. Because as Courtney said, it's hard. It ain't for the faint of hearts. You know, if you think you are finna come out here and sell out like she did, you got another thing coming. And, and it wasn't just her going and sell that out. Like she she put in the work. You know, she laid the foundation so it would sell out. So that was just the fruits of her labor. You know what I'm saying? So don't get it twisted. Miss Miss uh, Courtney Brown has been doing her thing and she's been doing it for a while. That just was God's way of saying, hey, love, this is what I have for you. And don't ever doubt me again. Yeah. And he hasn't. So, um, and also I created this space of talking to black folks. And I'm gonna be real uh, honest with this. Is I, you know, I, I had some people that were not of color, that I invited to the show. And I was really kind of like, do I really want to? How would I introduce them into the the space that I'm creating? And, you know, I was really kind of nervous about it because I've been all things Black for a long time. And I think we we should. We should be all things Black. No disrespect to any other, you know, race, creed, or whatever you believe in. It's just that I can only identify with being Black. And I'm proud of being Black. You know, um, we gotta
1: stick together,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, I want to showcase us most importantly. So, long story short, it didn't work out with those guys. Um, and that was more of a realization to me that I need to continue on this path of making sure that I spotlight other black folks who are, you know, uh, experts in their field. So, that's one of the reasons why I created the safe space, and also as an extension of being you know, uh, a living life on purpose every day and being kind to people like Darlena said, and also being someone who creates a space where people can come in and say what they want and not feel judged about it. And most importantly, you know, for those who don't have the 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 words or speak the language or have the the audacity <clears throat> to have a thought, you know, to inspire them as well. So Um, You know, this is one way of making a little black boy's dream uh, come alive. So thank you out there to everybody who listens to Reggie's expressions. You know, I see it. I feel the love. I I feel it out there in the air. Um, And I want to tell you, thank you. So with that being said, Miss Brown, is there anything else that you have for us? Any nuggets or anything that you want to uh, put out there?
1: Um, Just, you know, walk in your purpose um live life on purpose Mm -hmm. and don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't because you can Mm -hmm. and you will um and the biggest thing with business is believing in yourself Mm -hmm. you can't worry about what somebody else believes in you can't seek validation from anybody else You are your business. You are your brand. You're a representation of that. You're the one putting in the work. You're the one putting in the blood, sweat, tears, the money. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, when it comes to your business, you have to pray, ask God to lead you, and go for it. Don't wait. Don't keep putting things off. Do something you never did before. Don't say you're going to do it tomorrow. Do it today. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
1: just, you know, like I said, live life on purpose and walk in your purpose.
0: Absolutely. Um, so with that being said, guys, you can find me at Reggie's expressions. That is R-E-G-G-E-E apostrophe S expressions on Facebook. I also have a supporter page, which is linked to the Reggie's expressions Facebook. You can also find me on Apple podcast, Google podcast, uh, Spotify, all those places um, as well. You know, go listen. Uh, you can also subscribe and donate as well. Um, you got my cash out there. And um, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's definitely been a journey and I am appreciative for the journey and just continue to support like you guys have, because you know, it's, it's, I've been waiting for people to put me in and tag me in into the conversation, but sometimes you have to bust that door wide open yourself. You do. That's what it is. So Miss Courtney, do you mind hanging back after we get done so we can talk for a second? Um, after
1: yes that's fine
0: okay all right guys well enjoy the rest of your night i appreciate everything that you do again it is janelle by courtney brown janelle by courtney brown i'm going to post that on the show notes and i'm also going to be uh tagging her into um on uh instagram as well once i get all of this so my work isn't done but you guys enjoy the rest of your night thank you so much we love you and uh live life on purpose every day and be kind to people peace Thank you. Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soco Garn Productions, LLC.